How many of you are looking or feeling inclined to start a side hustle, a passion project? It doesn't need to be anything you're going to make millions off of, just something on the side that you want to start. And overwhelmingly, everyone answered yes. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker Podcast, the place to be to gain a rock-solid mindset, create powerful habits, and leap into the life of your dreams. I'm your host, life and mindset coach, entrepreneur, and goal-smashing extraordinaire, Nicole Baker. I am here to bring you actionable and applicable tools that you can use in your own life to launch yourself forward, to gain that clarity, and to ignite your motivational fire in order to achieve anything your heart desires. If you have a dream that feels crazy ambitious, if you are an aspiring achiever, or if you know that you are ready to leap into a life that you absolutely love, then you are in the right place. I'm so happy to have you here, and let's dive in. Good morning, beautiful humans. I don't know what time of day you're listening to this, to be honest, but it's morning time for me, and so I just felt like saying good morning and being polite. Let it happen. Um, I want to tell you guys right off the top, my voice has been kind of going in and out this morning for who knows what reason. So if I sound like Yzma the cat from Emperor's New Groove for a second, um, just let it happen. And I'm not going to edit it out because sometimes funny little things happen and it's worth not editing it out because I'm human too. I think one of my biggest pet peeves is when podcasts are like cookie cutter too perfect. One of my favorite things to hear on like really honestly high level podcasts is little flubs, like little moments where they like trip over their words or they have to go back or stuff like that. And it's just like, oh my God, we're all human. Like this is so nice to hear. Some people I'm sure will disagree, but I, that just always made me feel so good. And especially with regarding what we're talking about today, that was a huge thing that inspired me to start this podcast and start this side hustle and this side project of mine that has actually developed into something that I love and that has that has provided me a platform and people that I never even would have met have found me through here and um, people that are now my clients have found me through here and it's just like it's such a gift and I never really thought that that would come of this so abundantly and I'm just I'm so grateful I know I say this almost every episode but I'm so stinking grateful for you all who listen consistently we a while a while ago we hit over um uh four figure downloads and I'm freaking out like the fact that that happened is absolutely mind-boggling to me and the fact that you guys are here and supporting the podcast every week is just so so wonderful and I just I love and adore you all you know who you are because you're listening to this right now and I'm just I'm so so stinking grateful thank you thank you thank you so much but um back to the the podcast one of the things that really inspired me when I was first thinking about starting a podcast I've been thinking about it for so long but was I would listen to podcasts and I would get in my head and be like, well, my production value won't be as good. I don't have a nice enough microphone. Um, I don't speak super well. So like, what if they don't um, understand or stuff like that? I mean, like limiting beliefs were off in my head and they were making excuses left and right. And of course, down the rabbit hole, I went and I let that control myself. But what really was true is that 
No one's perfect. And I love the people who talk about their very first episode being utter garbage, which is almost every single podcaster. Like, I love podcasts so much. But if you scroll back and listen to anyone's first episode, it's always like, Hi, my name's Nicole. Thank you so much for coming to this podcast. I wanted to start it for this reason. And um, we want to do that. And like, I mean, it's literally like everyone's first episode of the podcast is awkward. We're still finding our groove. We're figuring out how our voice works. We're figuring out how the audience is going to respond and stuff like that. But if you start in someone's, we're going to use podcast again for this example. If you start at someone's middle and you compare your beginning to their middle, you're going to get discouraged. One of my favorite things to do when I started really diving into getting a podcast started was I looked at people's first episodes. Not to be like, haha, they suck so blow, and not at that at all, but to humanize this area of life I wanted to dive into. To listen to someone's beginning or middle beginning, stuff like that, just to listen to them and be like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And I recorded my first episode. I mean, I recorded it like eight or ten times, but I still recorded it and I finally freaking hit publish. So in regards to what we're talking about today, we're going to talk about starting a side hustle, a passion project, whatever that looks like. I want to do a huge big disclaimer. I am not a business coach. I am a mindset and life coach. But guess what a huge part of life is? Your career, your business, money. So I do know quite a bit in this area. But if you're wanting to work with someone who's going to work on strategy, on marketing and stuff like that, I love you all. I wish you the best of luck. I'm not that person. But I disagree that when you're first starting something, like a passion project or a side hustle or even just something you want to do on the side, whatever that looks like. When you're first starting that, you don't need to know all the marketing strategy. You don't need to know all the colors and all that kind of stuff. You just need to know the three things that we're going to talk about today. Once you get those three things, then you step into the next level. But a lot of us think that we need to have all 15, 18, 20 steps ahead of us planned out before we even take step number one. I'm going to do a huge, big bursting of your bubble. That ain't going to work because you're going to get derailed at step number five or you're going to have to pivot at step number six or step number seven is suddenly not there anymore because hello 2020 and we're having whiplash with how quick things are changing. I'm going to tell you this because you just need the first, honestly, you just need the first step. We're going to do the first three steps because people like to know a little bit of what's going ahead of them, but we're just doing the first three steps. When I first planned out um, this episode, I was going to do five steps. And to be honest, I think the first five steps that I had planned out are, are things that are really good to know. However, sometimes our brains our brains work in this way. When it's something that's really big and scary that gets out of our comfort zone, our brains go step one, step two, step three, step many. I'm going to say that again. Step one, step two, step three, step many. Step many. After step three, our brain goes, oh God, I have so much to do. I feel so behind and oh my God. And it just doesn't do anything. We stay in our comfort zone. Our brain kicks in and says, oh God, you're too behind already. You're uh, too young. You're too old. There's not enough time. There's like excuse, excuse, excuse. You know where I'm going with this. 
But I did a poll on my stories last week, and I asked you all, how many of you are looking or feeling inclined to start a side hustle, a passion project? It doesn't need to be anything you're going to make millions off of, just something on the side that you want to start. And overwhelmingly, everyone answered, yes, I have something. And I was like, oh, this is bigger than I thought it was, which is great. I was so excited to hear that. And then I asked you all, have you started? And some of you said, I've taken a few steps. Most of you said, I've taken zero steps. I asked why if you've taken zero steps. And some of you said imposter syndrome. Some of you said, I don't know where to start, which is why today is really, really important. And then for those of you who have started, I asked how it's been going. And overwhelmingly, most of you answered, it's been so scrambled. It's like scrambled eggs. And I've been using this term a lot recently, and I'm, I'm really digging it because we all know what scrambled eggs looks like. We know what it's like to make and all this kind of stuff. We don't want our action to ever feel like scrambled eggs, ever. The only reason it feels like scrambled eggs is because you're not two things. You're not in alignment, and maybe you're just grasping at any action you can possibly take. It doesn't feel centered. It doesn't feel mindful, and it doesn't feel like a plan. It feels like scrambled eggs. So... Seeing these results on my poll, uh, seeing these results from the polls on my story, I was like, okay, I was already planning on doing an episode like this, but it's got to happen pretty soon is what I really came to the conclusion of. And I, I, I wish that this was something that I really dove into. I'm going to use the podcast as a like overall example today, but I'm going to say even when I started my own business, I wish that I had these three steps, I, I'm luckily, luckily I had one step come before the other two steps, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but um, it, it, it really, you just, you need to start. I, I, I hate to say need because I don't think you need to do anything, but if you're feeling inclined, if you're feeling that little voice in your head that says, hey, remember this idea? It's really good. You feel really excited about it. I know you're scared, but it's there and it wants to come out. If that little voice is still in your head, that means something. That means that you've been given a gift. I'm getting woo-woo for a second, but stay with me. You've been given a gift from the universe to start something that you love. I'm going to tell you guys, a lot of people don't get that. Or if they do... They shut it down because it's not the quote-unquote normal way. I hope we can all agree if you're on this podcast, if you're listening to the show, we don't want normal lives. Normal is freaking boring. (laughs) In my opinion, I would rather fail 20 times flat on my face than be bored. Oh my god. Boredom is like... Boredom is my ultimate failure. I'm going to, I'll share that bit, bit of my own mindset. Boredom is my ultimate failure. I never want to feel bored. I think bored is the opposite of fulfillment. Failure is a part of fulfillment. You're going to fail no matter what. I have failed many times in my business, in my podcast, in my relationships, in my health. I mean, you fail left and right, but I've conditioned the word failure to not mean, oh my God, it's over. I'm the worst person in the world. I suck. I suck. I suck. I suck. I suck. 
No. Failure to me means I learned something. Failure to me means, oh, don't go that way, but maybe this way will provide something for you. Oh, not that door. Okay, there's another door. Failure just means redirection. I love the quote, um, there is no failure, there's only feedback. You're just getting feedback on what's working and what's not. I'm going to, again, burst a huge bubble for you guys. If you're wanting to start something that you're really passionate and excited about, it's not going to be a complete upward stretch. You're not going to only succeed, 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 and move up and grow and grow and grow and grow and grow with no plateaus or no dips. That doesn't happen. But we've seen it portrayed in the media, or at least we've seen it looked like it's portrayed like this in the media, where everyone who, I'll use this as an example, um, uh, I don't watch it anymore, but the, the Voice or American Idol or a show like that, there was always that one like 16-year-old who's never had a voice lesson in their life who like goes on and is in the top three, if not wins. And everyone's like, oh my God, they're so amazing. They're so incredible, blah, blah, blah. And we've, we've absorbed so many of those types of stories because in those stories, it's only that upward spike. There's no dips. There's no plateaus. It's only upward. But that's not how life works. If it is those stories, if those stories are glorified, it is only for a little bit. I'm so sorry to anyone who is a 16-year-old American Idol um, contestant who's listening to this podcast. But like, it's only for a little bit. No matter what, we're always going to have plateaus. plateaus. We're always going to have dips. But we know that there's another spike on the way. I was actually talking to a client last night. And we were saying how no matter what, we're always going to have a plateau. No matter what. But we have two options when a plateau hits. You can either curse the world and say, oh, I'm a failure. I suck. Things aren't working anymore. I, I don't know what to do. Like, why isn't, why am I not feeling like I'm growing every single day, blah, blah, blah. When in actuality, a plateau is really just you've grown and you've set a new standard and you're coasting on that new standard. Then you grow, set a new standard, and then you coast on that standard. You have another plateau. So I like to look at plateaus in this way. I'm celebrating my freaking plateaus. When I'm in a plateau, I know that there's another spike just around the corner. And in anticipating and looking for that spike of growth around the corner, guess what? I'm going to find it a million times faster because my brain is searching for reasons or things that'll help me grow unconsciously, but it's searching for them. Our brains are constantly taking in the information that we are focusing on. If you are looking around your room, this is one of my favorite exercises. And if you've already done it, still do it with me. I want you to, wherever you are right now, look around, take 15 seconds. And I want you to look around and find every single thing that's green. Look over, look up, look down, look at your shoes, look at people's clothing. If you're in public, look everywhere, everything that's green. Close your eyes right now. Close your eyes. What around you was red? You're probably going to have a little bit of a harder time thinking of red. But Nicole, you said look for green and then you closed your eyes and then you said look for red. I know that's what you're doing every single day when you're looking for negativity around you. When you are in a negative, pissed off mood, you are going to see green everywhere. 
You're going to see negativity everywhere. So when you close your eyes and I say look for red or we'll put it this way, look for positivity, it's a lot harder to find, right? Whereas if I said look around and look for everything that's red, look at every single thing, even if it's burgundy, call it red, I don't care, like look at everything, close your eyes, what was brown? Nicole, you're tricking us. I know it's what I do, (laughs) but I'm making a point here that if you guys are searching for something, you're going to find it no matter what. If you're searching for red and you see burgundy, you're going to call it red. (laughs) So how does this all tie into today? Because these three things, they're strategy. These three things that we're going to talk about today, they're strategy. And while strategy, I believe, is extremely important, I have strategy out my freaking wazoo, but if your state is shitty, and if your story that you're telling yourself or the belief that you believe is shitty, I don't care if you have the best strategy from the masters of the freaking universe, it's not going to turn out great. So the reason I'm starting here is because If you're looking to start something, start it with a positive belief and a good state. But Nicole, how do I do that? Literally listen to any episode of this podcast. I'll name a few. For state, listen to the live training on the triad. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it right now. It's about how three pillars literally determine any and every single state we're in at all times. And story listen to imposter syndrome, listen to any any podcast episode that we've talked about limiting beliefs. I'll probably link a few more in the show notes. But if you are telling yourself an awesome story or an awesome belief and you're in a great, powerful, kick-ass state, you can do these three things and you're going to literally launch yourself forward like you're a rocket going into space. But if you skip those two steps, the state and the story step, and you go just straight into strategy with your shitty state and your shitty story backing you up, I'm going to tell you this right now. You're going to get to step one, and then that limiting belief is going to go, you think you're enough to do this? Are you serious? And then what is going to happen? You're going to listen to it every time. Because if your shitty state is not feeling so hot in any moments that you're doing these exercises and if your shitty little story is telling you that you're not enough and you suck and um the imposter syndrome I mean insert any negative belief here you're not gonna take the good strategy so I'm gonna give you all a moment right here to pause And if you have not listened to either of those episodes, or if you do not feel like you have a pretty good handle on your state and your story, I want to pause right here, go listen to another podcast episode, and then come back. Seriously. I'm not kidding. I want you to go listen to those, absorb them, try them out, and then come back here. You are going to see a huge difference. All right. Your minute's up. I'm going to assume that everyone who's still with me has either already gone and listened or feels like their state and their story are pretty damn good. So in that case, let's dive into the three things that you can do right now to start to launch yourself into any sort of passion project or side hustle. 
Do you have a big, hairy, scary, audacious goal and you are ready to freaking tackle it? But maybe you feel stuck and you don't know where to start or worse, you feel like you're not enough to achieve it? If that sounds familiar, then you might be a great fit for my one-on-one coaching program. If you're ready to learn more, go ahead and send me an email at hello at lifecoachbaker.com and we'll set up your free 30-minute discovery call. Link to my email is in the show notes. Now, back to the episode. Number one, <laughs> you guys are probably going to be like, are you freaking kidding me? But it's, it might be basic, but man, oh man, basics are the way of life. You got to know what it is you want. I'm serious. Not just think about it and say, I'm, again, I'm going to use the podcast as a major example throughout pretty much all of these. You have to know what you want. When I first thought about starting the podcast, I, was, I didn't just go like, I want to start a podcast. And that was my what? No, I had to get more detailed than that. If I just said I wanted to start a podcast, what's the podcast going to be about? Who am I going to have on the podcast? What are we going to talk about? What's the music going to be like? What's the energy going to be like? Um, is it going to be leaning more towards funny or educational or a mix of both? Like, it, it, there's no there's no way that I would have been able to launch anything because it would have been so muddy. So you have to get detailed. I don't. I didn't only write out what I wanted the podcast to be like, what I wanted the energy to be like, the tempo, the um, comedy, the like, I mean, just literally the education factor. I didn't only write out that stuff. I also wrote who this podcast is for. And boy, oh boy, did I need to get freaking detailed. Now, if you're an actor and you guys who have been with me for a while know that I have an acting background, when you're an actor... You write out these huge, big character descriptions. Some people like to just think about them. Some people like to meditate on them. My acting technique or strategy was always to literally write about a 100-page paper on the character I was portraying. I'm not kidding. 100 pages. Literally 100. I did one scene from Midsummer Night's Dream back in college. I did 104 pages on Hermia. Hermia? Was that her name? Clearly, it went really well. But... What I'm saying is I had to get really detailed on who this was for. Who is the avatar that I want to listen to the show? And so I got really detailed. Where are they in their life? What are they struggling with? What are their thought patterns like? What are their habits like? What is their uh, relationships? What is their, uh, where, where do they live? What kind of jobs do they have? I mean, like, I got so freaking detailed. And I mapped out this person in crystal clear form. But that's when I knew exactly who I was talking to. And right now, if you're, look, if you're listening to this podcast, odds are you might have had several or more characteristics from that avatar sheet. But the reason I needed to get clear is I needed to know how to talk to that person. And spoiler alert, normally that person is an older version of yourself. So if you're looking to start a podcast, let's say, and you don't know who it's going to be for, I want you to get really crystal clear on what your message is going to be and who needs to hear that message. If you're wanting to start an Etsy store, who is going to benefit from buying your product? 
And I mean, seriously, who's going to benefit from it? Not just who's going to buy it, who's going to benefit from it? Who's going to become a fan of this? But you have to get really clear on what that person looks like. Who is the person who's going to buy it? Do they live in big cities? Do they live in small towns? But I got really clear on the what, the what and the who. And I, I like to, I'll leave one more thing with this and then we'll move on to number two. But I like to look at it this way. If I don't, if I'm going into Google Maps and I am saying I want to travel to, let's say, the Art Institute in Chicago, what do I need to have in order to travel there? The address, right? I need to know exactly where I'm going. You guys see where I'm going with this, right? If I don't know exactly where I'm going, if I just say, uh, Chicago, Chicago's massive. Like, there's no way. But I have to get more detailed. If I say, I want to go to the Art Institute in Chicago on whatever, whatever, Michigan Avenue, then Google Maps will be able to take me directly there. So you have to get crystal clear on where you want to go with this. So that's number one. Number two, why? I know, you guys are probably shocked that I started with why. (laughs) You guys are probably shocked that I went with why for a second. But if you guys know me, you know that your why is your purpose. And with purpose equals persistence. Here's the deal. You can know exactly where you want to go. You can know exactly what it's going to look like. You can know who you're going to talk to. But if you don't know why you're the person to talk to them, that limiting belief's going to come in and be like, hmm, Do you really want to talk to them? Do they really need to hear from you? If you know why you were the person on this earth to talk to these people through this podcast, let's say, you're going to have a lot easier time taking that step and officially doing it. I hope that makes sense. But I think that having your massive, massive, massive why behind anything you do, that is where the magic happens. I was actually in a, um, a presentation. I was doing a speech for my tech company. If you guys know that I, I work part-time at a tech company where I'm able to give speeches and do a lot of kind of business style, personal uh, and professional growth coaching. And I was doing a, <laughs> I was doing a thing on goals. For goals, you always need to know exactly what you're wanting to achieve, the results you're wanting to create. You need to know the why and then you need to know the how. But a lot of people are fuzzy on the what, and then they go straight to the how. Or better yet, they skip the what and the why, and they go straight to the how. And then they take scrambled egg action, and they don't know what's going on. Because they don't have a direction, and they don't know why they're doing it. So I was working with this one girl one-on-one, and we talked about why she wanted to create this thing. And she, we finished up the exercise. We went through the what, the why, and the how. And I was like, how was that? Was this different than what you were used to? Do you feel more excited? Do you feel more driven? She goes, yes. And I was like, what's different? What happened? What changed? And she said, I've never thought about why I want to do this before. And I was like, oh, oh, that's powerful. That's really powerful. Because if you don't know why you want to do this, literally one of my favorite questions on the face of the freaking earth And if you have not done this question or journaled on it or even enveloped into this practice, I I urge you to do so. And that is, what is the problem you were put on this planet to solve? Oh, man, it gives me chills every time. I'm going to say it again. What is the problem you were put on this planet to solve? So 
for me, one of those answers was to reach out and give as much value to as many people as possible because I have something I want them to learn. And because these techniques have changed my life and I want to see how other people can change theirs. And oh my God, I can honestly say that I get to live that every single day and I'm just getting started. But that was a huge reason behind why I wanted to start this podcast because I knew it was going to be a bigger platform to get out to people that needed to hear this. One of the biggest things that I found when I first started getting into podcasts was I literally, I searched personal development on Spotify and I found like 15 podcasts and I was like, I want to be one of those podcasts. I want to be one of those speakers. I want to be one of those voices that gets to come out and touch people and, 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 and make those little teeny tiny shifts that actually end up changing their lives. And I want those people to feel in control and feel proud and feel excited and feel in charge of their own personal growth and existence. I could go on and on and on forever, but I was so crystal clear on what problem I was put on this earth to solve. And I, I melded that into the podcast and that's where I got my why. So know why you must do this. And then step three, again, I'm keeping this shorter because I think that steps one and two is the big kahuna. But step three, I'm actually, I I call it step three, but you could really insert it at before step one or in between steps one and two. I think this is kind of one of those that you can just do at any and all times, but that's get a mentor. No, I am not doing this for personal plugging. I am doing this literally because get a mentor or an accountability buddy. And the reason is, is because if you don't, excuses will take over. I don't have enough time. Oh, that kind of just escaped me this week. Uh, Stuff got busy. Oh, I don't really have enough money right now. I don't know what to do with this. I don't know how, what the first step is after one and two. I don't, so get a mentor, get someone who's going to keep you accountable. I want to say this though, because when I first started podcasting, I did not have a coach. I do now. Thank God. She's amazing. But I did not have a coach when I first started podcasting. My mentor was YouTube. I was looking on YouTube. I was searching things constantly trying to be like, how do you start a podcast? How do you get an RSS feed? How do you find a hosting platform? How do you write a description? Blah, 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 blah. But I got I, I'm, I'm very fortunate in the fact that I'm very internally motivated. We talked about this on the Four Tendencies episode. When things make sense to me and when I make them a must, I can get anything done because it makes sense to me and I my motivation just spikes. But especially for those of you who are externally motivated, this is a non-negotiable step. Now, this can look like uh, I, I don't, to be honest, I don't really recommend if you're someone who is externally motivated, I don't recommend doing YouTube or something like that. But that doesn't mean you have to go spend a lot of money on a coach. I know that people's financial situations are different. And I'm just going to say, if you can afford a coach, for the love of God, get one. I notice the biggest peaks and the littlest plateaus when I am working with a coach, hands down. I mean, I, no bullshit. Seriously, this is not a plug just for myself. I, any, like, just get a coach. I'm going to leave it there. But if, if you're someone who is financially in a position where you don't feel ready or you don't want to or you can't afford it, I get it. So then in that case, 
get a friend, get a trusted friend or a colleague who can keep you accountable. If one of my favorite, favorite exercises, I've never personally done this, but I've read about it many, many times now, was someone who is externally motivated. If they're wanting to, let's say, write a book, let's say this person wants to get 3,000 words done in a week and they're externally motivated, so they grabbed a colleague or a friend and they said, if I do not finish this by Friday evening, I want you to give this $100, $1,000, $5 insert amount of money here to my least favorite charity. A charity that I do not agree with, a charity whose values I am strongly against. And guess what? That external accountability, not only do you have the friend or colleague who's going to give the check to the charity, but you also have the charity itself and that conflicts with your values. So you will get that ish done probably before your due date. That's how you that's how you learn to manipulate and master external accountability. Now, again, if you're someone who's internally motivated, make it a must for you. Figure out how to make it a absolute 100% must for you that you want to have to do this. And then figure out two things. What's a video you could watch that'll give you the first step? What's a person you can reach out to and interview on how they got to where they are, et cetera, et cetera. And again, the best way to do this is to have a human being. I'm not going to say coach. I'm just going to say human being mentor because they it, it pushes you farther. Every single time it pushes you out of your comfort zone. So I'm going to do a small hair toss moment because I literally, one of my missions was when I first started my coaching business, when I first started my coaching business, I wanted to make it a must to reach out to my clients at minimum every other day. Minimum every other day. Every day is awesome. If there's someone who's a little bit more free on their own and a little bit more independent, I'll do every other day. But having that constant accountability and checking up with them, that's when I've seen the most growth. And that's when I've seen the most getting back on path. I'll say it that way. So doing a little hair toss moment because I'm an awesome freaking accountability buddy. So... (laughs) Um, but those are the first three steps. And again, I'm starting with only three because one, two, three, many. And I want you guys to just start with writing what and who, why you're the person to do this, and then figuring out how you can get a mentor or an accountability buddy. That's it. Start there. And it does not have to happen in 24 hours, you freaking overachievers. (laughs) I know that whenever I listen to a like three-step, five-step, seven-step podcast episode, I think that those steps need to happen in three days maximum. I'm going to I'm gonna burst your bubble for the third time in this freaking podcast episode. Don't put that freaking pressure on yourself. Good things will take time. And I hope we can all agree that starting this side hustle, starting this passion project, starting whatever this looks like for you, this is a good thing. This is a great thing. So I want you to really keep that in mind. You do not have to do this all in one sitting. If you do, great. Then go back tomorrow and maybe revisit it and add some stuff or take some stuff away. Go back in a different mindset and see what happens. But I really want to make this clear for you guys that 
the most important part of this episode is to just start. Just start. Because I, I'm getting sappy now, but stay with me. Your dreams are worth it. And I, I'm saying that as someone who, to be honest, I, I always believed that they were worth it, but I believed that they would be years and years and years and years and years away. And I, I'm having one of those moments where I just get to sit back and really look at my life and say, wow, I'm, I'm living a dream. I'm living a dream. And it did not happen overnight. Let me be really clear, but I started. And that's all that mattered. So I hope this is helpful for you guys. Before we wrap up, I'll do some quick little segments. Um, first of all, how did I get in my own way this week? Um, for those of you who don't know, and I actually don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, um, that this this go round, I'm actually in currently in the process of doing Whole30. I'm going to do a huge big disclaimer because I always like to do this whenever I talk about Whole30. Whole30 is what works for me. It might not be what works for you, and that's okay. Find what does and roll with it. But just because Whole30 works for me does not mean it's going to work with everyone. I also want to say I'm someone who struggled with an eating disorder a long, long, long time ago. That is currently not a part of my life. If you are someone who still has those thoughts or still has those struggles, please, you know, skip ahead maybe a few minutes. It's okay. So just you take care of you, boo. But how I got in my own way is I... um, realize I was I was doing my first week of Whole30 last week and I always forget that during the first week I'm a bitch (laughs) and it's not because I hate the world it's not because that's who I am truly at my core I I really choose not to believe that Um, but it's because I was hungry I went from totally fine to absolutely hangry in 30 seconds or less and I um just noticed that I I was sticking with some old patterns of like, oh, like I don't need to prepare snacks or anything like that. I'm okay. Like I've done this before. I know this well enough. And it's like I got in my own way because I got too arrogant is I I got in my own way because I decided that, oh, I don't need to prepare. Like I've done this so many times. Bitch, yes, you do. You always need to prepare. So I've adjusted that for this week. And I can tell you, honestly, it's going so much better. And I'm very grateful. And I know my boyfriend is too. So (laughs) we're very lucky in that point. But on the contrary, though, a small goal worth celebrating this week is I've been doing this thing every morning. I'm not going to call it meditating because I don't know if I would classify it as meditating. Um, The person who I I listen to and and do it through is called priming. Um, which I kind of like. It makes me feel like very like, ooh, ah, priming. Um, But I've started doing it now every morning for several weeks and I cannot believe the things that have been manifesting in my life. Everything from being on podcast episodes to people coming on my podcast, y'all, we're, we're having some some freaking awesome people coming up on the podcast soon. Like, I, I honestly can't believe some of these people who are coming on. I'm so freaking excited. But it's like, the fact that I, I've really spent time in the morning getting grounded and I've always believed in like, you know, writing or or doing gratitude lists and connecting to dreams and stuff like that. And I've really recently been connecting to breath. And that sounds cheesy. I know. I honestly thought it was too. But connecting to breath and letting myself really just get 
get into visualizing what's happening and living there for a few minutes, not just writing it down, living there. And I don't think that this would have been this successful if I hadn't spent some time writing for a year plus um, my 10 dreams every single morning. Um, but who knows? Maybe. I don't I don't know, to be honest. And I'm, I'm really grateful for for what it's been bringing. And I, I, I do want to do a small disclaimer, though. Every morning before I sit down and do it, it's like a 15-minute, 20-minute process. Um, every single morning before I do it, I always play that bargaining game in my head. Oh, do I need to do this today? It takes so long. I have to do this. I have to do this. Maybe I should just start doing my day. And every single morning, I've stayed really self-disciplined and saying like, nope, 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 nope. Shut up. Excuses. You're doing this. And every single time after I do it, I feel a million times better. So if you have something in your life, maybe it's in the morning or maybe it's at night or maybe it's a health thing or maybe it's a passion project, whatever it looks like, but the excuses just keep on taking over saying like, oh, you're busy today. You don't need to do that. You can you can skip that today and just do it tomorrow. The procrastination brain will say, make it shut up. Like it's just, it's not, it's not true. And Every single time you do it, you do something that's going to bring you closer to your goal, even if it's just like a toe closer. It doesn't need to be this huge, big steps. Like, I love you achievers, and I'm so the same way. But whenever I say like, oh, just a step closer to your goal, my brain immediately thinks, one big giant leap, 80% closer to your goal. It can be a toe. It can be a toe. It can be a centimeter. It can be just one step closer. Or maybe you stayed where you are, but you just lean forward. Like, literally, that like the goal is to not make 80% jumps every single day. Yeah, that would be awesome. But that's what we were talking about earlier with the upward steeping climb of constantly growing. You're going to have those plateau moments. And those plateau moments can still take those little teeny tiny centimeter step forwards. But what I'm saying is that if you have something, even if it's just a small, teeny tiny thing you can do that day that you've been putting off, try doing it. See what it's like. Just get curious. What's it going to be like if you do it? So I'll leave you guys with that today. Just a quick, quick overview. If you are looking to start a side project, remember state story strategy. If your state and your story suck, listen to the other stuff first, then come back to this. But once you're ready to go deep dive into strategy, get the what and the who, journal on it, get really close to crystal clear. Remember, you're not searching for Chicago. You're searching for uh, whatever the Art Institute address is on Magnificent Mile. I probably should have looked it up in the middle of this episode. Then go to the why. Why were you put on this planet to do it? You don't have to make it this big, eloquent book with synonyms and 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 metaphors. Don't make it so complicated. Just write and just see what happens. After a while of writing, especially about passion and purpose, your um, your left brain, which is the critical thinking, which is the rehearsed thinking, we'll even say, it kind of runs out of stuff to say. And then when it runs out of stuff to say, the right brain steps forward says, thank you, left brain. It's my freaking turn to speak now. And then out gushes beautiful goodness that you're like, where the hell has that been in my brain? But man, it's been there and it's ready to come out. And then last but not least, get a mentor. Get an accountability buddy. Get a coach. Again, it does not need to be, if you're someone who is in a financial situation where that's not going to be possible, that's okay. It will be possible someday. 
I believe that wholeheartedly. But figure a way to make it work. Get resourceful. Because I don't have enough money is not an excuse to stay away from external accountability. I'm dropping that mic. (laughs) And on that note, I'm going to finish up today. You guys, thank you so much for being here. I, again, it never, ever, 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 ever leaves my mind that you guys could be doing a million other things and yet you decide to stay here with me. And it just, it means so much. But I love you guys. I'll talk to you super soon. And have a beautiful rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Now, please take a moment to either rate the podcast five stars, write a little love note in the comments, or share it on social and tag me at Life Coach Baker. I mean, heck, you're an achiever. Why not do all three? It helps so much to get the word out there. Now go, take the leap, and achieve your dreams. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.